Hey baddies! Okay, so I'm feeling... Oh, hi! Welcome to Bad Witch Podcast, the podcast where... Oh my god, I don't remember the tagline. I haven't said it so long. Welcome to Bad Witch Podcast, the podcast where we are going to get our witch shit together one and so all the time. Oi, oi, oi. I really just phased it out at some point and I never say it anymore. <laughs> I forgot what it was. But hi! Welcome to Bad Witch. Um, so good news. I am not sick anymore. Papa Lou is doing so well. But it wouldn't be 2020 without something happening. And uh, yesterday, I realized I had an eye infection. <laughs> so, um, you know, I was taking a selfie and I was looking off to the side. And I was like, huh, I don't remember my eye being blotchy and just like my iris being half pink and veiny yesterday. What's going on there? <laughs> I didn't feel it at all. Not at all. Like, I wouldn't have known if I wasn't vain and taking selfies of myself, right? So, um, yeah, I went to the eye doctor today. And another fun fact, because we're obviously in the middle of a pandemic, and I have gone into four buildings since it started, but this was an emergency. Um, it was my first time getting my temperature taken. So, I, you know, walked in, got my temperature taken, 97.3, killing the game as usual. And I was in the waiting room about... I don't know, 10 minutes and someone came in after me, another patient. Tell me why her temperature was 100.5. Ma'am, ma'am, go home. Stay home. Like, what are you doing? I'm so sorry. I don't know. I'm assuming we've all had temperatures at 100 before and you don't feel well at that point. You feel pretty shit, you know? So I was like, what is compelling you? To come into this belt building with a hundred degree temperature, halfway to 101, in a pandemic with a deadly respiratory disease. And I, I'm so sure it was just for an annual exam, like something that you could easily reschedule. I was only in there for an emergency appointment. So, y'all, I don't know. I had my mask on, I glared at her, I stayed on my side, they put her in a separate room. But who does that? But I think I've had famous last words, but I think I've had enough calamity for 2020. Hopefully this eye infection is the last thing, but nothing to do with witchcraft, but I did give myself bangs since the last time we talked because <laughs> I got to that part of quarantine where I was like, it's bangs time, everyone. It's bangs or bleach time. And I went with a safer op option and I started a YouTube channel. So if you want to actually see the process of me getting my bangs, uh, you can search me on YouTube. It is child Mickey, just like my Instagram and like my Twitter. And I think those are the only two places. I'm just Mickey on Facebook. Um, and you can watch my videos and I'm going to, okay. So at first I was like, I'm not going to do any witchy stuff. Cause I have what 65 episodes of witch content so far. But then I was like, I, I am, I, I am at some point. So, uh, yeah, if you want to join, click the link, I'm going to put it in the episode notes or, you can just search Child Mickey and I'm there. So those are all the announcements. We're going to make this quick, sweet, and to the point this week. I know I say that every week, but hear me out. I really mean it this week. It's going to be short and sweet. We're going to keep it. It's. I promise it's not going to be two hours, even though I know I just cursed myself when I said I'm going to keep it short. It really is. So yeah, I got bangs. My eye really hurts. I'm better though. And I have a YouTube channel and it's I think it's really good. Also, oh, no, there's another announcement. I'm boycotting Instagram because they keep blocking me for a week at a time. So that's part of the reason I'm going to uh, YouTube. It's just in protest because I'm petty. <laughs> so those are all the announcements. Um, it, I don't know if this 
qualifies as an announcement, but I have gotten some really, really good pitches for guest hosted episodes. So if you listen to the last actual mini episode I put out when I was dying, I guess, I don't know, I was going through it so much, I did not feel well for like two weeks. And I think it was just my immune system said, bye girl, let's open that. <laughs> like you aren't eating, you aren't sleeping, you aren't drinking water, you're not taking care of yourself. And so that's it. But you're, you're just going to be sick for a little while. So I did put out that little mini episode and it was just, hey, if you're interested in guest hosting an episode, send me a pitch and I've gotten some really good ones. So I'm going to start reaching out to those people ASAP. And it's an ongoing rolling admissions, <laughs> rolling admissions. Am I Yale? What am I talking about? Um, yeah, it's going to be rolling though. So if you are still feeling a little apprehensive, a little, Mickey, I don't know what to talk about. I'm not an expert. Hey, I'm not an expert. What, what's one time I have had an expert opinion on this podcast? <laughs> like when? <laughs> We're not going to start today either. So don't worry about not being an expert. Don't worry that you aren't certified. Don't worry that you aren't, you haven't written a thesis or a book or an encyclopedic entry on it. You don't have to be an expert on anything. You have to be knowledgeable, of course. You have to bring your own interpretation to it. It has to be something that you actually are practicing. Like, you know, it's for me, if I would feel like it's really disingenuous for me to do an entire series or episode on tarot because I don't read tarot. I read oracle cards. So for me to start and be like, day one, let's talk about the tower girls, <laughs> like, you know, girls and guys and everyone. I, I wouldn't do that because it's where I'm lacking and I can acknowledge that. So you don't have to have expertise. You just have to be passionate and be interested and be eager and want to, you know, try it out. That's, this is really an opportunity not to just give me a break because, you know, <laughs> my world's imploding, but <laughs> I mean, my bangs look great. I'm not going to lie. You have to go to YouTube to see them, but this isn't just for, like for me to take a break, but it's like, I want to share this platform. You know, if you're in the Facebook group, you saw this week, August is a scary month for us US-based baddies because our government is nothing. It's nada. They have done <laughs> let me not, let me, let me, I almost got really heated for a second. Let me not go there. My, I can't listen. My eye cannot get any more inflamed, but if you are in the U S you know, and if you are outside and you just keep up with what a train wreck this has been, you know, that unemployment, the extra unemployment ends this month and also moratoriums on rent and mortgage ends this month. So I was like, listen, I know we're very not about self promo in the Facebook group, but we're going to have a thread because I have not, I'm also be like, I built this platform, but I didn't start this platform and, you know, accumulate followers from talking loudly about who knows what every week to not have it benefit all of us as a community. So if you haven't seen that thread yet, go post your Etsy store, post that you do um, tarot readings and you do uh, uh, past life readings and you do distance healing because hopefully we're still trying to not meet in person right now. But yeah, go post what your service is or what your good is because times are hard. And this platform is not just about me. This podcast is not just about me. The Facebook group is not just about me. I have a whole Instagram for that where things are just about me and I'm over that right now. So yeah, um, I want us to approach all of this as community. So come and host an episode if you feel inclined and if you feel inspired and if you feel scared. 
but you really want to do it because guess what? I was scared the first 50 episodes. I don't know. <laughs> eventually you get into a rhythm. I, I definitely got to a rhythm after, okay, so not 50, but the first three months, I was terrified. Every time I got on, I didn't think the episode was going to be good enough. I didn't think I was smart enough in the topic I was talking about. I didn't think I was researched enough. I was afraid of saying the wrong thing, mispronouncing things, which I do all the time, uh, that just to hear my own voice play back to me as a horror show, you know, for a lot of us. I was so scared the first, what was that? What's, Three times four. Oh no. Why did I put myself into this corner? <laughs> Is it 12? <laughs> okay, the first 12, 16 episodes, which is four, you know, three, four months, I was terrified every week that it just wouldn't be good and people wouldn't like it and people would come back when I used to read the reviews. I haven't listened. If you've left me a bad review, I don't know because once I put out the Black Lives Matter episode and talked about being a black woman and, and, and racial injustice in this country. I didn't read it because if you write something insanely racist in my comments and I can't figure out who you are to, uh, like, let's just talk, let's talk it out. I, I can't do that to myself because it will eat away at me. So I haven't read the comments since then. I am, I have seen that there's been, um, some one star, like on the thingy, but you have to swipe up, you know, to see the the reviews. So I was like, well, somebody wasn't happy about some of this stuff, but it's not my business. That's their business. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just someone would leave me a bad review or people would think I was a fraud or a phony or uh, an idiot, all of those things. It's really scary to put your voice out there and to take a position of, hey, listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. But if you're scared, that's good because it means that you're thinking about trying it. And it could be something really cool and great for you. And maybe you want to start your own podcast and this could be a great place to do it. Or maybe you really want to start your own podcast and you do one episode of this and you're like, oh girl, this is too much work. <laughs> I did not, uh-uh, cut. Let me, let me go somewhere else. Someone asked me if I'm going to do YouTube every week. And I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> no, probably not. Between this podcast trying to have a career on Instagram and now trying to do YouTube. And the reason I stopped YouTube in the first place, if you know your bad witch folklore, is that I started them the same week. I started this podcast and YouTube the same week and this got popular. And I was like, oh, that's, that's too much then. I'll just, I'll circle back to this at some point. It took a pandemic and 16 months, but I finally did it. But yeah, so it is still on the table. Please still send in your pitches. It doesn't have to be like this long drawn out crazy thing. Just tell me who you are, why you want to talk about what you want to talk about, what you have to offer, and even just why you want to do it. You can say, I really want to start a podcast and I just kind of am nervous. and I want to see how it goes. That's fine. It's fine. You, I, I don't think anyone, well, <laughs> I'm sure some people will <laughs> leave some reviews like, I don't like this change. Where's Mickey? Blah, blah, blah. But listen, I, I can't be here all the time. For the time being, as you all know, if you've been listening, there was a lot going on for all of us. And it's kind of the perfect solution for me still trying to be there for my dad and take care of my household. And I'm sure like tons of us are uh, and still make this present for you in a way. And like I said, too, I'm not an expert. I, there's so many things in this world I don't know, even though I pretend that I know all of them. So, uh, yeah, it's. Even though it won't be me every time, you'll get something maybe better, <laughs> to be honest. 
right. So I know I said we're 12 minutes in. Ugh, I'm chit-chatting too much. Um, okay, so I know I said in the last, I don't know if it was the the real, hi, that was your witch um, mom, all of our witch mom, Mama Donna coming to interrupt <laughs> because I get no peace. Do you see what I mean? I don't have any time to just like sit down and do this. Be I mean, not to be like, I'm so busy because we're all busy. And like, if you're a parent, I can't even imagine what the next few weeks are going to be like for you. So trust me, I am not like, okay, you know what? Although to not be like child-free people are not just as busy as parents or not more. So I don't want to reinforce that stereotype as a child-free person, but I'm just saying in a pandemic, having to homeschool children and not knowing what the next step is going to be like and what's safe and what resources you have available, that's very stressful. So shout out to you. But that's what I'm saying. Like I can't even get a few minutes just to do this, which is why we're opening it up to the community. And that's what community is. Everyone gets to eat. Everyone gets to have a turn. So what I was going to say is, I don't know if I said this in the real mini episode that was like 20 minutes or the fake mini episode that was almost two hours, but I said I wanted to talk about binding. So that's what we're going to do today. We're just going to do a little overview about binding spells. I am going to give you one for your own use. And that is going to be your homework this week. Did I give you home? Y'all, vision boards. I didn't see a lot of vision boards in the group. Like, what's going on here? Have people been skipping homework? <laughs> and don't be like, it's a pandemic. I mean, no, that's totally fine. Obviously, we're all holding on by a thread. So if you're too anxious, depressed, stressed to deal with doing your witch homework right now, that is totally cool. But if you did do your vision board, I would love, love, love to see them. <gasps> should I do a YouTube video on vision board so I can actually show mine? Maybe I should. Maybe, you know how I like to get on the podcast and just start spitballing? <laughs> Maybe I kind of, if it is something that's like a visual homework, like something really tangible like that, maybe we, I should do like a companion YouTube video. Let me know if y'all are into that. So if it's like vision boards, if it's manifestation boxes, if it's candle pouring and setting intentions with that, if it's like different ritual and routine, let me know if y'all would be interested in like me doing a visual aid to go with it. But vision boards, I feel were our last real homework, right? I don't know what's happening. It's all a blur. It's all a blur. Like, I can't even remember what day my dad went into the hospital or what day he came out of the hospital or how long it's been. It could have been three, four weeks. It could be three months. I, I don't know anymore. Like, everything's just... I know we all feel the same. Like, what's a Monday in this world? What's a Sunday? What's a Friday? What's the difference? I don't... <sighs> Fatties. I'm going on tangents. I'm going to chill out. Okay. Yeah, I just get so excited when I talk to y'all. Um, And I actually have a voice this week. But I have been back on Tinder because I don't care about myself. And I, um, I have so many guys that are asking me on dates and asking me to come over. And I'm like, in a pandemic, beloved? And But anyway, the point I was trying to make is that they'll always on Friday and Saturday be like, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, the same thing I've done since March 14th. Stay in my house, mind my business, and have clear skin. Like, that's what I'm doing. What are you talking about? Because the, the, that's the precursor to, do you want to come over? Do you want to go get a dinner? No, I'm not going to go to a restaurant where a server has to serve me in, like, a full hazmat suit. And I don't even wear a mask to fit food in my dumb face. Like, no, I'm not going to go do that. Like, I'll get takeout for myself and tip 50%, which, if you're getting takeout, tip, please tip at least 25%. 
please, but try to do as much as you can. Um, cause oh my goodness, oh my goodness, I can't get into restaurants right now. <laughs> but yeah, like people are like, "What are you doing tonight?" The same shit I've been doing. What do you mean? <laughs> so that's like time has no meaning. I don't know. I I don't know when's the last time I said to do what or assign what homework, but. I think it was vision boards. So it's never too late to resurrect our vision board thread and show it off to each other. I think it's a good project. And I know I probably said this in the episode, but not just something to keep ourselves busy for a few hours and something to focus our attention on every day and to sit with, but it's something to look forward to. I don't know about y'all, but I'm very much so the kind of person who has to have something to look forward to, to get through heavy times. For me, my thing is a trip. Once I buy a plane ticket, even if it's a month, two months, three months off, I'm like, this is, I'm counting down to this day. Well, I don't have that luxury right now. A literal luxury, I understand. So trust me, I'm not like, but I didn't, I didn't get to go to Milan. Like, no, I know. But that was my thing. And, but if I make my vision board about the places I want to go after this, the places I want to live, the places I want to see, where I want to buy a home, where I want citizenship, because I'm about to get rid of this one if I can't. That's something for me to look forward to, not just to sit with, not just to have my intentions with, not just to ritualize and to do spells over and to focus on and meditate with, but it's something for me to just look at, just like anything beautiful that I might have in my room or in my home or in my office to, you know, just a piece that means something to me and cheers me up whenever I see it. That's what the vision board can be too. It could be art. It, it can be. And it could be something just to, you just sit in front of it and you're like, you know what? My kids are driving me crazy. My husband's driving me crazy. My girlfriend's driving me crazy. My family's driving me crazy. My pet's driving me crazy. But I'm just going to look at this promising thing that I have set for myself that I'm going to be so proud when I manifest it. And this is how I'm going to keep myself out of jail right now. <laughs> that is what it can be for. So yeah, let's circle back to that. If you haven't started it yet, go back to that episode. It's a fun little thing I put together about how to do yours and make it witchy. And let's start posting them and sharing them with each other. And I think the more we post them, the more people will encourage to do their homework. Okay, back to binding. Just kidding. We have to do Patreon shout outs first and then we'll go on to binding. Binding. What am I saying? Binding. Okay, as always, a very special cherry on top. I would just give you kisses if it was literally safe, <laughs> but it's not, even though I don't currently have a fever, unlike some people at the eye doctor. Thank you to Brittany, Celine, Jamie, Kristen, Evan, Lauren, Stephanie, Brie, Cassandra, Adam, Kelly, Kimberly, Sarah, Carly, Emily. Ooh, I, do I usually get down that long before I got out of breath? <laughs> Nolling, Heidi, Garrisu, Ashley, S., Ooh, I have to go to the next page. So many people. Okay, let's, my goodness. Lena, sorry, I was like, why is this taking so long to load? Lena, Brittany, Kasha, Fiona, Aiden, Brandy, Lily, Allison, Tabby, Teresa, Jennifer, Kim, Gina, Gina or Gianna, let me know. Sarah, Teresa, S, Vanessa, Jen, Sasha, Megan, Elizabeth, hey Lizzie, Carlos, Shannon, Amanda, Maria and Brettel. Okay, y'all are amazing. You know how much this means to me. You know that I am still expecting this to go down to zero at any day. So it means a lot. And um, I did want to say, don't, I know a lot of you have been like giving me grace because of all the things I've been going through, <laughs> grace and space, but don't forget to reach out when you want your readings. I, I'm, I honor, I'm going to honor all of them, obviously. Like, I don't want you to be donating to the podcast every month and not I mean, getting your shout outs and getting episodes and stuff, of course, like for everyone, but I don't want you to not be getting the extra things that you signed up for. So 
even though I'm dealing with a lot, I'm still doing them. And actually I am doing readings a little differently where I used to write out everything and give these like very <laughs> like messages you can just chew on. There's so much there. But now I am doing just video messages for everything where you can just play back. And you don't have to sit and be like, let me pull this back up. Let me read it. Like you can just save it to your phone. It's my voice. For some reason, y'all like it. I don't <laughs> But you can hear every card. You can listen to me speak it all out loud. And that way, even if you just want to look to at night while you're reviewing it and like revisiting it. Because, you know, readings aren't just for day of. It's like... <laughs> here it comes. So yeah, don't be shy about asking me for your readings. And if you, I've had some people be like, how do I get my reading? Message me on Facebook or on Twitter or on Instagram. Patreon doesn't allow me to send, um, like audio or <laughs> audio, or like visual. What am I talking about? It won't let me send images in messages or audio. So I have to go to another platform for it to work. I can do it over email too. But uh, I just kind of find it easier, especially like Facebook Messenger, because we can chat after. We can talk about any questions you have or clarification or anything. So yeah, don't be shy about reaching out. And right now, I am pretty certain I'm going to make this month's donation for Planned Parenthood, because just every time that I see that people's right to health is being uh threatened, I lose my mind a little bit. And especially for women, it drives me or no, not just people that identify as women, but anyone that has the uterus and ovaries and fallopian tubes, like things that and are serving like things that <laughs> sorry for naming every organ. This is some indelicate chat. But things that we really have to be proactive about in getting screened for cancer and, you know, just taking care of our bodies and making sure that we're not too in a bad spot where like we don't have the resources to go to the doctor. I, I just want to give them money this month. So that's probably going to be the donation I'm going to make. Um, and still giving to food banks, but <laughs> y'all, whatever it was where they were like, we're going to take away, were they threatening birth control again? Or they were just trying to shut down Planned Parenthood as always, or defund them as always. And I just, I lost my mind for a second. I was like, if I have to, if I have to fight this fight one more time, I'm going to be so mad. I don't mean personally, I'm like keeping Planned Parenthood afloat, obviously, but just like seeing people make ignorant comments about how people can't make decisions for their body and how we need to shut this down because it provides one service that you don't agree with because of your religious choices, but, or not religious, not choices, but beliefs, but we're just going to put all these people at risk that can have life-saving procedures and life-saving screenings. Like, what are you? So anyway, before I go into a full rage, I'm just in a half rage. My eye is twitching as I really need to be careful with that. <laughs> uh, I think this month is going to be Planned Parenthood. But if anyone has any other suggestions, uh, I would love to do a thread in the Facebook group for that as well. Uh, anything focusing on Black trans women, Black trans youth, uh, trans youth in general, non-binary youth. And I I don't even want to stick with the youth thing because it's not like you turn 18 and all your problems go away if you're trans or non-binary. So uh, I, I definitely, you know, if anyone has any good boots on the ground, like charitable organizations that are taking donations right now, even literally, like, we could do some kind of drive and send, well, actually, I don't know if you can send clothes and like products and things like that right now because of COVID. I, I don't know, honey. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, I would love to do a thread of like 
you know, I do it on, I do this on my normal Facebook where it's like, hey, where are we donating this week? Or where are we donating this week? And I haven't done it in a while. But uh, I would like to start doing that in the Facebook groups. Like, like, hey, where are we donating? And how can we share some of our uh, our privilege if we are in a good spot right now and help others with it? You know, because magic isn't just about spells and rituals. It's about like literally bringing some magic into people's life through like these really tangible actions. You know, it's it doesn't have to be like, oh, I'll just light a candle for you. It's like, I will, I will give something to you. I will give of myself to you to try to make your life and your world better because we have to take care of each other. That's what it's come down to. That's why I'm like so focused on this idea of community for the podcast and us being able to like take over for each other and and educate each other and learn from each other. That's the same thing. Um, because it's down to the community. It's like we have to save the post office right now as if we don't have a hundred other things to worry about. Life or death things. Now we have to, the, us as the citizens have to save the post office in the United States. Why do we have elected officials? I don't know. Anyway, so on to binding. <laughs> speaking, speaking of binding and politics, shall we? Okay. So let's talk about, okay, so let's talk about the ethics of binding first. Because when I was thinking about doing this episode, I was like, do, how do I, do I feel like it is unethical to bind people? No. <laughs> I mean, okay, so no in this way. So it's the same thing as we go back to the curses and hexes and uh, curse hex jinx episode. It's like, if we're looking at it in a very base way, at, like on the very surface level, is it not okay to curse someone? Well, yeah. Yeah. But if you want to go deeper into it and look into it as like, if I do this to one person and I save a thousand people because their actions, their actions are worse than my action of doing this thing, then ultimately it's a good act. You know what I mean? So it's like there is morality past this very surface level of like, curses are bad, hexes are bad. Yeah, but if I'm doing it to someone that is hurting others, if I'm binding someone who is using their power, who is using their influence, who is using their position... If, if, if we're just looking at the act of like, yeah, I'm binding them, then yeah, morally you can say that's wrong because I am doing something undue and, and taking control of the situation where it's not my place to do so. But if I'm doing it to protect myself, to protect my loved ones, to protect the greater good, then it, it's good. That's how I feel. I feel like you have to punish the one to save the many or you have to punish the few to save the many. Like that's what's going on with this pandemic right now. It's like, you know, you see on Twitter, people say it's like being, um, having like quiet recess where you all have to stay in the, the classroom because everyone was being bad that day. And then one person keeps making noise or like three people keep making noise and they keep extending it and extending it. That's what's happening to us because four people can't shut the hell up. We're all stuck inside forever. We can't go outside and play. So yeah, I really, I don't believe in punishing the collective when I can use my powers for good, you know, and ultimately it serves the good, not the bad. So that's something you have to decide for yourself. Anyway, there is a perfect example of this, if you ask me, <laughs> and that is the craft. Obviously, I think I bind you, Nancy, is like the most iconic part of the craft. I was really trying to think today, is there anything else to me that stands out more than that? And I mean, personally, I mean, there's personal stuff with Rochelle that I love so much because I love her so much. And, you know, it's 
when they do Liza Feather stuff as a board, obviously that's iconic. And when Sarah changes her eye color and then she changes her hair, like who doesn't to this day want to do that? I would save so much money and not lose my hair probably in three weeks when I try to bleach it myself or YouTube. <laughs> I could just do that, like glamour myself, you know? But I think I Bind You, Nancy is the most iconic part of that movie. And that was the part that I kind of took notice. And even if you don't know the scene exactly, you, you know the phrase, I Bind You, Nancy. And actually, I had totally forgotten because I was watching it. And I always, tell me what it is for you. I always identify the scene where she's doing it with the white, she cuts the picture of them and she does it with the white ribbon, white ribbon, wow. <laughs> the white ribbon. Is it ribbon or is it thread? I'm almost certain it's ribbon. Yeah, white ribbon. Correct me if I'm wrong. And that's the part that I always associate it with where she's just like sitting quietly. She has her legs like lotus style and she is under a tree like on a little pavement thingy. And to me, it was, I, I find that so powerful that she was breaking away and she was using this magic that was within her that she understood was stronger and purer than what they had. And I like the significance of the white ribbon and everything. And just her sitting there and it's this quiet moment in this kind of like crazy horror movie where she's just in this repetition of saying, I bind you, Nancy, with a picture. And I don't know, there's something in that that sparked something in me where I was like, I feel really kindred to this. I there's, there's something in this that really speaks to me. And even now when I think about it, I'm like, oh, I love that scene so much. But I totally forgotten somehow that in the final showdown, Sarah starts saying, I bind you, Nancy. And that's when she freaks the out and she <laughs> gets her dagger and she pins her against the wall. And she's like, I hate you. I hate, or whatever she's saying. Um, and then the, the dresser like comes shooting across the room, slams into Sarah. You're thinking, oh my gosh, Sarah is gone. Like what's happened? And Nancy starts pulling herself away from Sarah and she's like disappeared into the wall essentially. And you just see her, her uniform and, um, she appears and then she kicks Nancy. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry. If you've been seeing the crap by now, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you have got to, you, if you listen to this podcast, you must have seen it by now. But when she kicks her, she goes into the mirrors, shattered glass, da, 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 da. So I totally forgot that it's at the end, but it's also this really cool moment that she figured out the binding spell. The binding spell is something that kind of saves her in a way where she, I do believe she's literally binding Nancy's power, but also I think Nancy really freaks out because she realizes that Sarah can bind her power because Sarah is like the real deal. You know what I mean? So obviously we have this very iconic scene. I just wanted to gush about the movie for a little bit. And the actual line is, I bind you, Nancy, from doing harm, harm against other people and harm against yourself. And I always thought that was so poignant too. And especially now as an adult is like, we're, we're so focused on what someone's doing to us or what they're doing to our loved one that we really need to think about what people do to themselves. And a lot of the time when someone is like throwing hateful intentions your way, negative intentions, you know, they're trying to curse or hex you in their own right. It's from a place of hatred with themselves, not with you. And so it's kind of the thing, you know, to take a step over into religion, it's like, oh, I'm going to pray for them because they know not what they do. Or I'm going to pray for this person because they, they have so much pent up inside them. I'm going to pray that it leaves them. It's the same thing for us. Like I'm going to bind them from hurting themselves because that hurt and that hatred is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like it's something within them that they're projecting out. So, you know, that line is so iconic 
and it really does teach us a good lesson as people, but really as witches, like it's not that we're doing harm. It's that we're trying to pre prevent harm coming to us. And even further from that, we're trying to prevent harm being done to that person, even if it's at their own hands. Like sometimes you have to take control for someone's own good. You know what I mean? That's the thing with Nancy. She was just, oh man, she just was a, a kid that didn't really have a chance with her background and everything was a mess. And she got this taste of power and she went crazy because it was like the first thing that went right in her life ever. And Sarah did kind of have to step in and say like, I'm going to bind this from you taking this too far. And she knew she took it too far because, you know, right before she attacks her, she's like, I things just got out of hand. Oh, I love it. She's like tricky, tricky, tricky. <laughs> Such a good movie. It's so good. We have to figure out how to have like a Zoom watch party or something. Well, I guess we just get on Zoom and pick a time and then that's how we do it. But yeah, so obviously that is like a very, very famous binding scene. So when we talk about binding, we have done binding stuff before. We have talked about freezer spells and freezer rituals. That is a binding. You are keeping that person away from you. You are making the decision to bind any action they may have towards you, any thought they may have towards you, any speech they may have towards you, and you are freezing it until you decide to thaw it out. That's it. There, there's no action that's going to take place. That's one of our most popular ones. So when we talk about binding spells, we're gonna there's kind of two major types, which is going to be you can bind things together or you can bind in like the traditional way of restricting. Binding things together. Um, so we're not going to dabble into that. If anyone has experience they would like to share with it, I would say go for it. And the two ways I kind of see it, experience it the most is that you will, people will try to bind lovers. So it's someone doing an outside spell where they are binding two lovers together or in hopes of making some love connection happen, they will bind people together in a, a romantic sense. Um, or you will try to bind yourself to your person. I don't think we need to go into the ethics of love spells right now because we have talked about them a lot on this podcast. But yeah, so it can be an outside person binding two people. It can be you trying to bind yourself to someone or there are cases where someone tries to bind themselves to an energy, to an entity, to a spirit, um, or to your familiar in elevating, in, well, I guess you could say elev uh, making your work, your power more intense, more powerful, having kind of like a helping, guiding spirit in whatever form you kind of choose to do that with. So yeah, you can not just bind to a tangible person, but you can bind to a a, a spirit. I mean, I haven't done that. I wouldn't do that. I'm more comfortable with uh, like, hey, I'm a call on you and we're going to work on this together. And thank you so much. And I'm so appreciative and respectful. But like, binding is a big deal. If you ask me even just to be bound to another person, I'm like, is it hot in here? I think I got to like, let me take a little break. From this, you know, and Maybe that is just the commitment both in me. But again, if someone has experience with it and you want to share in the Facebook group, please go for it. I, I'm sure other people are interested more in that aspect of being bound with someone or something as opposed to binding as in restricting to protect. Um, there's also that you can bind your own spells to just make them more powerful, to keep them closed so nothing can like sneak in and infiltrate them, to make them super, super solid. If something is bound, then nothing can penetrate is it inappropriate to use the word penetrate? <laughs> it's out there. It's out there, y'all. I can't take it back now. Um, so you can bind someone else's magic power. That is where the ethics question comes in a little bit. And that's where I refer back to the craft because that's a really good example. Sarah is trying to bind 
she's trying to bind Nancy, but she is really trying to bind Nancy's power because it is from the power that the harmful actions are coming. And, you know, when Sarah does it the first time, she's scared. She's like, this shit is getting out of hand. This girl is going to hurt me. Like these girls, particularly this girl, it's when, you know, when you're in high school or college and you have that friend that is a copier, like kind of obsessed with you, kind of copying you. You get the Prada backpack, so they get the Prada backpack. I mean, I didn't have Prada backpacks. I'm just talking about when um, Larissa Olnick and Gabrielle Union both got it and some things I hate about you. <laughs> But, you know, you have the friend that you get the shoes, she gets the shoes. You like this guy. All of a sudden, she has a crush on this guy. Oh, whoops, we have a crush on this guy. You know what I mean? And turns out the whole time she hated you and was just trying to use you for whatever it may be. I totally identify those people as psychic vampires, by the way. It's not that that person ever liked you. It's that they were drawn to you and then they developed envy or jealousy and it became like the closer I came, they, they want to take your spot. They don't want to be next to you. Even if that next to you is equal, they want to overtake you. That is what Nancy and Sarah's relationship is like to me because Nancy understood that they needed Sarah. I mean, they all understood that, but Nancy really understood it. And then her goal became to be more, more than Sarah because I think she resented that Sarah's was so natural and Sarah was like, this girl's going to kill me. Like, I peep game now. And this isn't some, like, silly, we're doing this, we're interested in it. You know, we've made this bond. Like, this is this is real and this is dangerous. And so she is scared the first time she does it. And so it's not just about binding her as a person, but it's about binding this power that she's come into. Because that is the thing that's the dangerous part. I mean, is Nancy a little... <sighs> I just, I have so many thoughts about Nancy. I know she's everyone's favorite. I know that she's like the anti-hero, but she, homegirl was messed up. And I think she would have just found ways to harm people anyway. But then also she's like a victim in so many ways. And she's so, she has so much trauma. Okay. This isn't a discussion of the crowd. We don't have time for this. Anyway, all that to say, it's not just binding the person, but literally you can bind someone else's magic. You can bind their power. You can also bind someone's, um, like, intentions towards you. If you feel like they're sending you some bad shit, you can bind it to separate yourself from it. Binding, to me, is not a power move. It's not like, oh, we'll see about that or anything petty. For me, it's, it really is about protecting yourself. Something's getting out of hand. Someone is not respecting boundaries. And it's, it's about establishing your own boundary. And you are well within your right to do that. Or if it's not for yourself, but establishing boundaries for the people around you. I have asked, had people ask me, like, can you freeze someone else from someone else's life? Can you bind someone else? Yeah. Yeah, you can, but you can't without their implicit knowledge <laughs> or their permission. Because... You know, it's one of those like heart wants what it wants situations. I know a lot of the times I get this question. It's about like, listen, my best friend is with a total douchebag and he's awful and he's abusive and he cheats and, you know, baby mama drama and all this stuff. But like if she's a willing participant, there's nothing you can really do about it. Now, could someone come to you and say, I know that you do this. I know you're powerful in this way. I know that this is something you do for other people. Can you provide the service to me? You know, whether it's just a customer or a client or if it's a friend or family member. Yes, because you have consent in that situation. But can I 
let me think of a celebrity couple that's real messy. Um, <laughs> all of them. Kim and Kanye. Okay, let's say them, for example, because my goodness. If I wanted Kim to divorce Kanye, which isn't necessarily my stance, but let's just say because, you know, he's really come out against Planned Parenthood and y'all know how I feel about that. If I, but if I wanted to be like, you know what? That's it. I'm going to do a freezer spell and I'm going to separate them. It's going in there and Kanye, you're done. You guys are getting divorced. Like I have no power in that situation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or even just closer to home. You have to, you have to have the power and the intention of the person being affected to be able to do it. So can you do it for other people? Yes, but you have to have present intention from the person seeking it. Does that make sense? I hope so. <laughs> All right. We're at 40 minutes. I'm not doing too bad. So this is what we're actually going to do for our binding spell. This is super, super simple. Um, you can, as always, make adjustments to what you want it to be. Ow, just pulled my, I'm going through it, y'all. Um, you can always make adjustments, of course. This is just the way that I do it. This is the way that I would recommend doing it. But there's always going to be a little room for impro improvisation because you have to tailor everything to you, you know? So what you will need, a black candle a white candle, a photo of the person that you are trying to bind. I hate the way that sounds. Uh, I, I just sound like when you say like, I'm trying to bind someone, it sounds kind of gnarly. But then I don't know, I keep flashing back to Sarah. And I'm like, it's such a pure thing that she's doing because she really is just trying to protect herself and protect Nancy and protect everyone around them at the same time. So a picture of the person or if you don't have a picture, um, a scrap of paper. Now, you have to have a clear individual picture of individual, <laughs> that sounds so weird, picture of this person. Uh, don't get a group photo. <laughs> don't get a baby picture. It needs to be something clear and something present, okay? I was going to say clear and present danger, but hopefully they're not dangerous to you. Um, and, you know, Nancy, Nancy, Sarah, she obviously cut a pic, that iconic picture of the four of them together. But yeah, so a picture, but there's always power in a name, right? So if you just have a scrap of paper, that works too. And then I would recommend using a charcoal pencil or using any kind of like charcoal um, writing instrument. Like I know you can you can literally get like pot, like smudged charcoal to write with. Am I making that up? It's not like an art tool or like little, I love when I do hand and finger symbols that y'all can't see me do. I talk with my hands so much and you can't see me at all, obviously. Um, if you get on YouTube, you can see I use my hands a lot. But like little, um, shoot, I guess they're just called charcoals, aren't they? Isn't that what it's called? <laughs> I'm ridiculous. I don't know. Y'all, I love art. My number one dream in life is that I could draw and paint. I think it's the most amazing skill that people have. I'm, I'm so obsessed with it. I mean, I know I could take classes and learn some kind of aptitude, but people that naturally can do it, oh, I would give anything. I would give anything. I would give up being a really good bangs cutter to be a good artist. I'm so bad at drawing naturally. But um, yeah, I think you can just get charcoals, right? That's what I'm picturing in my mind. But they're just, you know, right. You just write with them or you get like little charcoal pots. I'm almost certain that's a real thing. Um, and then you need black ribbon or thread or spool or natural, like thin rope, obviously not like a huge, a huge thing you would like drop an anchor off of. I'm thinking anchors from ropes. Don't listen to me. I mean, do listen to me, but not about rope size <laughs> or a natural twine will work. Okay, so we are going to get ourselves into a peaceful place. Hopefully we have one of those somewhere in our house or somewhere we can go outside. 
and we are going to light our black candle. A uh, black candle is going to be to start and open up this spell. The white candle is going to be to close it out. So you're kind of opening with this idea of being very protected in what you're doing and you're going to close it out with this idea of peace because that's what we're trying to achieve with all of this binding, right? So you're going to like your, wow, you're going to light your black candle. Goodness gracious. And then you are going to take your photo or your piece of paper. If you have a photo, then flip it over to the non-portrait side. And if you have a piece of paper, write the name of the person that you were intending to bind on the front and then flip it over. So if you have a picture, you're going to write their name on the back because you're going to write everything on the back. This is the time and the space and the place to get it out there. This is your therapy. <laughs> this is what I'm feeling. You can write you know, what this person has done to you, what you have seen them do to others, what they've done to themselves, what you hope to achieve with this binding, the reasons you're doing it, your intentions behind it. You know, we have this idea of transference all the time, right? So you're taking your intentions and it's moving through the charcoal and it's hitting the paper and you're putting your energy into it. Energy, listen, don't make me talk about flubber, okay? <laughs> but energy is obviously so important in what we do. But yeah, you're, you're literally using that writing tool almost as a wand in that moment. Like the, the magic is passing through it onto the picture, onto the paper. But it's also in the words. And it's also in literally just spill your guts. Whatever it is that this person is doing, has done, that you feel you need to bind against, you need to protect yourself against, let, out, let it out, honey. You know, like when Regina George gets the burn book and gives it, is it Regina? Oh, wow. I haven't seen me girls in so long. Or Gretchen, maybe, and they give the book to Katie, and they say, just put it in the book. Like, that's what it is. Put it on the back of the picture. Put it on the back of the, um, on the paper with the name on it. And it doesn't have to be in spell cadence. It doesn't have to be thee, thou, thou did, didst this to me, and you shall pay fairly. Like, it doesn't have to be like that. Just have an authentic, real moment with it. And really, like, the thing that keeps coming to my mind is, like, spill your guts. Let it out there. And then at the bottom, you're going to sign it three times. So leave a little space. <laughs> I mean, let it out, but like you got to be conscientious, right? That's why I would say charcoal pencil might work better than charcoals because at least you can have like kind of a fine point and a fine amount of space as opposed to like you have one full smudge and you're like, oh crap, I'm not even close to what I want. And we don't need to make this a leaflet, right? We want to keep it simple. So you have your black candle lit. You are putting your intention into why you're doing this because you have to have a reason to do it in in a way of it's not being petty because if it's something that's petty and it's something that's ridiculous and something shallow then it's not going to be honored you are doing this because it's something that needs to be done in a lot of cases I feel like a binding is like a last resort and that's how I feel like it is in the craft well I feel like it is when the first time she does it the second time she does it it's like Baby, I'm done playing with you. Like, it's a power move when she does it. And oh my gosh, can we talk about when Sarah does it the first time and then Nancy comes back the next day and she's like, you know, when you, uh, oh gosh, what does she say? Anyway, basically she's just like, uh, I know you tried to bind me and it's like really not a cool thing to do is try to bind people. And like the fear that shoots through your body, <laughs> she says that you're like, oh my God, like it's getting real. Anyway, but yeah, it, it needs to be for good reason. That's when we talk about the ethics of these things. Like it needs to be for good reason, not just so-and-so insulted my hair color. And so I got something for them. You know what I mean? So that's why it's a good exercise to really examine 
why it has gotten to the place where this is the action that you've decided to take. So you're going to write it all out. You're going to sign it three times and then you're going to take your ribbon, your, uh, your twine, your rope, your, <laughs> I say rope. I just picture like this huge, <laughs> something so like big, you can't lift it. No, obviously just like those little cords of rope cords, black cords will work as well or natural cords or your thread. And you're just going to start at the bottom of the picture of the piece of paper fold it closed and you're going to start and you're just going to wind and I like to work with it moving away from me because it's kind of the idea of like I'm taking this negativity and this thing that I feel like I need to protect it protect myself from and I'm pushing it away from me instead of drawing it into yourself by going towards yourself you know what I mean it's like the motion of going hey come here come here and moving your hands towards you you're fanning it away fanning that's what it is like when you fan something towards you you're pushing it away so I move it away from myself and I just wrap it, you wrap it, you wrap it, you wrap it. So it is completely covered. When it is covered, I take the top and, okay, so you have, y'all, sorry. You have to leave a little spool, spool? Is that the right word? Tail. You have to leave a little tail at the bottom and you have to leave a little tail at the top because you're going to wind them towards the center and meet them together and knot it. Does that make sense? So don't, don't start with like a totally flat end against the picture and start there. Like leave a little bit of a tail on both ends. So that's long enough to wind them to meet in the middle. And then you're going to tie it off and knot it securely. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> Let me know if it doesn't, I'll try to post a video of me doing it so you can see. And the knot is you, you closing it. This, this is done. You are bound. So, I mean, really like you're, when you're tying, <laughs> this whole thing. you know, when you're tying someone up, <laughs> I, I need help. Um, no one find me, please. Uh, you know, when you're tying a knot, you, that's, that's the end game. You're not just winding something or binding something to leave loose ends. The whole point is that you want to close it off. So you have to tie that knot at the end. And really I will tie a series of knots kind of until I'm out of thread or fabric, um, not fabric thread or ribbon or twine or whatever I'm working with, because I don't want any room for loose ends. You know what I mean? And even from there, once I light my white candle, because again, you come in, I need protection. This is why I'm doing this. Let me, let me spill everything onto this paper, onto this picture. And then I'm coming to a place of relief and peace because I've completed the ceremony. I like to take the ends and I like to burn them. So they're, um, cauter cauterize is such a severe word to use, but you know, when you burn the end of rope, it sears it and it makes like kind of, it's kind of sticky at the end. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> It doesn't burn all the way down. It just makes its own ending, kind of. I hope that makes sense. So really, there's no place for these loose ends to go. So that's what I light the white candle for, and I let them all burn down together. And then I used to be a big proponent of, like, any binding. Put it into the freezer. Like, put it into a bag. Put it into a bag of water and freeze it. What I have found lately that I really like is to place it into a jar with black crystals so that, that the constant like aura fill, feel, feel, wow, the constant aura field of protection that you're trying to create for yourself is constantly like swirling around it. So it doesn't have to be crystals. I mean, it doesn't have to be black crystals. It can be any crystals you want. If you're trying to bring peace into the situation, for sure, you can bring an amethyst and uh, moonstone and clear quartz instead, or you can put it, um, under a selenite pyramid or 
you can do herbs and flowers that you feel will particularly protect you in a jar. But I really have gotten into less. Here's the thing about the freezer. Unless you live alone, I feel like it's risky because at some point, some nosy Nelly is going to be like, what's this? And hang it up in the air. So that's why I like to put it in the drawer. Uh, sorry, in the jar and then tuck it away in a drawer or leave it on your altar. Or because, you know, we always have to have a bad witch alternative, which is I'm not fancy and this is what I'm going to do. It's perfectly fine to like tuck it away in a shoebox in your closet or in a manifestation box you've already completed and you pulled everything out of. You know, it's. It's one of those things that you want to keep around you because you want to make sure that it remains bound, but it's not something you want to be totally present because it's kind of just working its own thing. It's not something that you have to give like a ton of attention to once it's bound up. Like that's, that's the whole process of it. So keep it near, but keep it tucked away if that makes sense. But yeah, I like to do the jar with the crystal. Definitely you can do a jar with herbs. You can do a jar with flowers. You can do a jar with, can I t just tell you, I had to, I had to erase that. I said that you can do a jar with moon water for a, for a piece of paper. You know what? I think it might be time to wrap up this episode. <laughs> don't, don't do moon water. But yeah, um, I really, I like the jar idea and well, it's one of those things where I'm almost like, is this something I would bury? I wouldn't because I think you got to keep it a little more present than that. And you just never know a, a curious puppy doll that comes into your backyard and digs it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I really like the jar thing. And you know, if, if, if you don't want to do anything that particular shoebox, any box you have lying around, you know, just, just again, present, but not like, super active once it's bound. And then when you want to be done with it, if you've decided, okay, that's enough, or you want to welcome this person back into your life, or you've seen like, whatever, whatever decision you make for you, then my way of disposing of it is that I like to burn it. You know me. Mama loves a fire. <laughs> I love it. I can't help it. I am the worst at being all water because I love fire so much. But yeah, I like to burn it. And I like to burn it in whole. I don't want to undo the binding because I don't want to undo what I've put into it. I don't want to undo the magic necessarily, but kind of clean slate it. So if you're burning it in totality, then you're not taking a step backwards. You're not unwinding. You're just fresh starting. You know what I mean? Fire cleanses as, as we know, because I love it. And I <laughs> done a whole episode on all the, well, I did one on each element, but ooh, that fire one, I was to borrow a phrase fired up. <laughs> all right. So that is our little binding lesson for this week and just uh, some homework. If you have, listen, my, my deepest hope is that in all this, you don't have someone that you need to bind on top of everything. But if you do, there you go. Oh, and I, Mickey, baby, I forgot to say what you say while you're doing it. <laughs> so there's no particular uh, spell, incantation, chant or anything what I more, you know, I'm so much of like a free speaker and I just like to say what comes to my mind and what comes to my heart. So I just get into a cadence of saying, I bind, da, 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 da. I bind, da, 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 da. So just make sure that you're starting each of your sentences with I bind. And it can be, I bind your jealousy. I bind your rage. I bind your harm. I bind your hatefulness. Or it can be, 
I bind you because you have I'm I bind you because you have hurt me. I bind you because you have harmed others. I bind you because you do not show yourself or others love. You know what I mean? So it can be these little short sentences, it can be these long kind of drawn out things, but every time you have a new thought, a new intention that you're setting with the binding, just make sure you're starting I bind, I bind, I bind. So that is what you say. I can't believe I forgot the most important part. <laughs> We know me. I like to, I'm a writer. So the most important part to me is that I write it. But obviously speaking is very, very important. Okay. I, let me look at my notes real quick. And make sure there's nothing I forgot to say. I am not a real person. I cannot believe anyone listens to those podcasts. Okay. That is all. We are coming in just under an hour. Short and sweet. Just like I promised. Um, anything else? No. So if you don't have a binding thing to get underway, a uh, vision board is always really good homework to do. I would, I would really love to see them, y'all. It would be so great. So if you want to get on that, if you haven't yet, this is a great time to do it, especially for the parents out there. It's a good, and you want to get like your witchlings involved. It's a good time to get them into something that has no kind of, not that any of it's scary necessarily, but no like overwhelming or super intense, deep elements. It's just like, this is fun. Let's cut stuff out and paste it. And let's ritualize it a little bit and let's see what happens, you know, and they could focus on their school year that's coming up and friends they want to make and all that stuff, you know, within the limits of what we're living in right now. So yeah, binding homework or vision board homework. And, uh, I think, I don't know. I don't want to say that yet. I was just trying to think if we could have a guest episode for next week, but I think it might be too soon. I want to give people time to, you know, um, and I, I really want to go back to karmic love, twin flames and soulmates again so we may be doing that next week or if I have to skip a week the week after I'm still kind of <laughs> still kind of on the schedule as you know but uh yeah if you want to join the Facebook group the answer is the craft and this is the first episode in a while we have talked about it a lot um teespring.com slash bad dash witch dash Two, I think, is the Bad Witch store, and I put up some new merch about a month ago, which is really cute. It's like a t-shirt that has, like, all of our favorite witches. It's, like, Tichaba and Florence and Stevie and Fiona, and I'm making up people Myrtle. I don't know if it's all of them, but it's it's a good one. And uh, patreon.com slash badwitch if you want to join and become a patron. There's readings. There's shout-outs. There's video chats with me. Um... What am I forgetting? Oh, the Bowish Podcast at gmail.com. And that is where you can reach out with any of your emails, questions, comments, good ones, <laughs> please, uh, or pitches if you want to guest host an episode. And also, I'm going to plug my YouTube again because Mama is ready to leave Instagram. It is driving me cuckoo bananas. So um, YouTube, I'm going to put the link in the comments. Nope, not comments. I'm going to put the link in the episode notes, but it's also, you can just search Chow Mickey. I am the one and only, I'm pretty sure I haven't actually searched that much. There might be another one, but it's probably me. You'll see me. You'll recognize my face when you see it in my voice. Um, yeah. So that is it. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I love you all so much. Happy Leo season. Happy Mercury is finally away from us season, even though it's been about two weeks. Um, happy August since we just started. Oh, Grandma Witch turned 93 yesterday. So if you could all just send her some good intentions and some love and some good vibes and lights and candles for her. She is so healthy. She's healthier than me, my daddy, and my mom, really. <laughs> like, she's doing great. So, yeah, that was really special. And I think that's it. So I love you all so much. 
If I forgot anything, it's because I'm rusty and my eye really hurts and I'm sorry and I promise I'll fix it next time. And uh, until next week, blessed be and goodbye.